we are it's sunday afternoon the boys are back it's nfl uk sunday roast show welcome to let's talk sport and i got my friend alec how you doing buddy i am good i am good gary I had a nice oh. thursday evening i love it i love nice a sunday it wasn't... without any 49ers pressure when no there's stress. no pressure no pressure whatsoever sitting on top sitting pretty at the top of the nfc west with a lovely lovely week on thanksgiving up in home of the seahawks which is uh very pleasant even if it wasn't five in the morning for us um, yeah it was certainly worth staying up for wasn't it, it was certainly worth staying up for thursday um did you stay up all the way and watch it or did you watch it back later i did no i did i did stay up and watch it and it was a bit of one of those of i didn't realize the time because of the way the game went yeah and then i went and I looked at the time. I was like, "Geez, it's half four, and there's still t- there's still a quarter to go." <laughs> the quarter to go. It was like, "Wow, how has that worked out?" Yeah. Sometimes those late games are great when they they quickly go through, but when you get one of those ones that takes the full like four and a half, you're like, "Come on, it shouldn't." Yeah. It's five twenty, and you've got eyes are starting to droop, and you're like, "Be at work in three hours, please finish." But it was, it was a, a good Friday good game. Morning. It a, good it Friday a good morning. Game. Uh, I thought all the games were good, actually. I thought all there's a good slate, even... actually, a good slate yeah. on Thursday on the Thursday games. The Friday game, maybe not so much, but it had, certainly had some highlights yeah. or lowlights, depending if you're a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'll be trying to Hell Mary ever again. Uh, I think the they've renamed it, haven't they? The Hell Mary, haven't they? It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I mean, what do you expect when you bring out the guy who threw, you know, like five times more interceptions in college than? than TDs and, you know, has, has knocked around the league as a backup for numerous years. You're going to get what you get. And it's interesting with listening to rumbles and whatever else. Are they going to change some coaching in, in New York? Are they, are some of those on the, on the, the chopping block? I don't know. That, I defense, is, that defense is, I think the defense said enough, hasn't it? It's just given up that defense because they just can't keep playing lights out and then the offense just not turning up. I, I'd be shocked if they, they sack Salah. I would be really shocked because of who you're going to get in. Um, mm-hmm. He has turned that team around. He hasn't had a quarterback and the running game the hasn't... The OC might that. go? Yeah. I think that they, they might have a clear out of OCs. He got rid of uh, Lafleur, didn't he? Uh, last season. Yeah, get Hackett in. So, it, who knows with the Jets? I mean, I don't <laughs> think Aaron Rodgers would be... It'd be stupid to bring Aaron Rodgers back now because you're playing for nothing what's the point yeah um, what is the point apart from me haven't they still got to go to lambo though so he's probably going to play that one game right because... I did, what would be interesting is obviously they had that thing it has to play so many games before they get the number one pick yeah and so if i'm a jets fan am i going oh a jets gm am i going i actually don't want to give up my number one pick so you're not gonna play mm, that would be interesting that would be that would cause a few Constellations, I should imagine, but yeah, it would be. It wouldn't surprise me if the Jets did that because to keep their pick and not have to trade it away um, seems a prime time to welcome our guests in. As we're talking about teams in New York who are, shall we say, struggling a little, I'm going to welcome our, our guest in, Johnny. How you do it, buddy? Uh, no bad yourself, but I realise it's number two-one by Fortnite. Thanks for that. Yeah, we, we do try and keep it an unbiased, but yeah, we are we are we can't help wearing our colours. Um, so, Johnny, appreciate you jumping on and, and coming in and having a chat about Sunday football. I know you know you're a big big football fan. You've been watching the game for a long time. You've seen ups and downs, and as you know mentioned there, you're a you're a blue. So you're a you're a blue New Yorker. So how are you feeling yeah. about your team this year? 
Well, probably the same as we I felt last year. That was just a surprise. So yeah, last year's last year's was a bit of an anomaly. You think? You know? Well, they're basically playing how I thought they were going to play last year. As on your show, I kept on saying last year I thought we we're going to get four wins. Looks like I was a year out, but yeah, <laughs> we just want to play Washington every week. That'll be quite good. So that's the only way. Yes, at least you played on twice. I suppose that's the only benefit, right? Yes. Obviously, we did better against Arizona than the Cowgirls did, so that was one good thing too. But that's all the highlights of the season. So far, um, yeah. So, what do you think's gone wrong then? Is it you know because last year was was last year an anomaly then, and you know Brian oh. Dable and Rock had a sort of new coach uplift, or well, probably a bit of that because obviously teams do play better when they get a new coach. But obviously, a receiving core is a pile of shit. Sorry, I probably just swear or not, but. Now go for it. Uh, it's, it's too late now, isn't it? <laughs> the, the, the offensive line is just a joke. I mean, you know they went on about the game against Seattle when they got sacked so many times. Yeah. You can't throw the ball when you've got a second to get rid of it. Yeah. And so, during that Seattle game, it's crazy, isn't it? I would I would have pulled him before then because he was just getting absolutely murdered. But yeah. I mean, no court, as you say, no quarterback's gonna have any luck there if by the time he's caught the snap. The defense. There, there, there were three of them before they got the ball almost. Okay? Yes. And then the running game's suffering because they're getting hammered in the backfield half the time, too. So they need an offensive line. Even if they have an early pick, they've got to get an offensive line. They've got to get yeah. something sorted. Okay, and you've yeah. got Jones in a big contract. You might as well stick with them and build yeah. around, get an offensive line, try and get a couple of young receivers that are stay on the field for longer than two or three snaps. And, Stay get off the, ready, Paris, for the Campbell. I know, and obviously we're missing Dexter Lawrence today, and we're missing Darius Slayton as well. I think so. There's even less, but Danny DeVito, as we like to call him, to throw to today. <laughs> like, so. Going all the way back to the preseason, Johnny, do you think that they panicked a little bit with Daniel Jones and giving him his contract because of? I felt there was a position there you could have gone, yeah, go and test free agency because of you're not going to get what we can provide you here because I couldn't see a lot of teams and this is what surprised me with the Giants I've got a Giants fan as well and I said to him you sound like a pet yeah. I've got a Giants <laughs> fan there you go I've got a Giants fan we usually <laughs> no, in the corner we bring him out every, on the occasion he uh, he constantly digs me out of uh, losing in playoffs and uh, fumbles so um, yeah I kind of leave him in the corner every now and then um, but he was I said to him just let that just let it play out because I think you had a strong enough team to say, stay where you are. This is the offer you're going to get. Yeah, well, yeah, they probably could have done. But obviously, like you said, they probably did. Pan. There wasn't much in free agency for quarterbacks, to be honest. You know, I mean, what was going about didn't look great. So if they did lose them, they'd probably be as buggered as they are now. And obviously, Barkley had a good year last year, but the years before that, he's not been fit. So you're taking a gamble on. A quarterback who's going to get murdered every game, or a run, running back who has done well this year, but he's also missed games and been injured all season. So it was a tough one. So they, they chose they went one way instead of the other. But I know it's there's no pretty being stuck. But I, I I do I don't mind Daniel Jones. I just wish he had a bit more time and somebody to throw the ball to. Like a, a top receiver still is Darren Waller, and he's been out for. Seems like forever at the moment. He's still the top receiver. Still the top receiver. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting, as you say, Johnny, because the, last year the free agency was a lot of you know receivers and everything else, but the QBs that were available 
weren't a massive uplift on Jones. So if he had gone out, you'd have been taking a step back. So I guess you had to kind of set your stall out. Way. But why didn't yeah. they go out and get him some help? Is I suppose the question that follows on from that. Yes, you stuck with him, but you didn't go and get O line. You didn't go and you know get a, a decent outside receiver. Just somebody that will give you something to throw out. I mean, well, come on, over did get Palace Campbell. <laughs> you didn't go out and get a. Okay. Yeah, no, the, the, <laughs> you didn't go and get a good receiver. You didn't go and get no. him an up. You didn't go and get an uplift on what you already had. No, no, they certainly didn't do that. Like it's just, uh, a defensive line would have been good to get, but it's obviously the good ones are hard to get, and it costs money. Mm. I mean, you've got to pay them, and obviously they paid Jones. You could have obviously, well, it also doesn't always work because there's a. Bengals spent a lot of money on offensive line the year before. Mm. And Butter was just getting hammered left, right, and centre throughout the whole season, not even just at the start. So you can you can throw your money in offensive line, but there's no guarantee it's going to work. Because they've got to gel together. So mm. yeah. It's one of those it's one of those sort of positional groups that only gets better through playing time together and, and you know spending time. So you can't it's not one of those quick fix scenarios, is it, on an O line? I think anyone sees that when you you know, other teams have had chopping and changing, you know, five different starters in the O-line all week. It, the run game suffers, the pass block, everything suffers because that you need that five guys who are playing week in, week out, who get to know each other, who get to build that sort of relationship and understand, mm -hmm. oh, if somebody does a swim move on him, he's a bit weak on his left hand, so I need to lean in or whatever else. You get that through playing. You can't just drop five bodies into the O-line and it automatically uplift and be better than what you already have. But you need something, mm -hmm. though, right? We do need something, obviously. We do need. I like Andrew Thomas. I mean, we could probably build around him. Evan Neal should just get to go wherever he wants. Somewhere else. But, but yeah, <laughs> get up to Dallas, so that'd be quite a good place to go. <laughs> but I just build around Thomas. I do like Thomas when he's healthy and sane in the pitch. But mm. he needs help. You can't do it all yourself. And bring back the old fullback days you need a bit of extra protection and like blocking with the run because i think we use some waller a lot for the blocking but then that game when he went out bellin bellin does not a blocker for the run you know what i mean so no. i do like bellinger as a catcher he's one of my favorite players on the team but they need somebody to help barkley and open up run lanes to get him through yeah, yeah you need to get barkley yeah He's had one rushing touchdown, I think, this year, and he's had three receiving touchdowns. So, and two of them came last week. So. Oh, I didn't realise he's got one two. That's he's not getting much help in one. the backfield either. No, no help in it's... the backfield from like Breeder or Gray. He's getting absolutely no help whatsoever. No. So he, I think that's a, that's another frustrating thing. I think when I seen Breeder go, I thought actually that's great fit for for Daniel Jones to sit behind there, a bit of pace, change of pace from Breeder as uh, from uh, Barkley as well from a kind of mm. a, a bruiser back to a pace back. And he just seems to have, whether that's, like you say, the O-line um, or what, it just hasn't kicked just on. Yeah. And I don't mind really. You know, we've all got the odd game. We'll bundle through and get three or four yards, which is sometimes what you need. But last year, they were getting the little plays and the scrambling runs when they were like third and short. Now they're just going backwards in these sort of runs. So there's little things like that will have to make a big difference. I mean, you're short and fourth and you can go for it again, but their, their effort, I think they've gone for it 11. They've got 11 out of 16 or something, fourth down conversions this year. 
Well, it doesn't really it's help. Not bad you can, sort of percentage you if you're going fourth and sixteen. At, but you, you don't, know, you, don't you don't, you don't really want to go sixteen fourth down attempts. But you want to keep on going down the field as it is. So, mm-hmm. but they're out, they're out. I think passing against us is about a thousand yards more than what we actually have. But then, when you've got Tyro Taylor, who's not the best thrower in the world either, he'd rather run before throw. Obviously, De Vito had a good game last week, but they didn't let him throw the first two weeks. So yeah, it was interesting. It kind of kept the I don't want to say kept the reins on him or whatever else, but it didn't let the shackles off. And maybe I mean you've got a question. You're kind of out of it when he came in. Like when Jones went down, it kind of was was the season, right? So why yeah. would you then say, all right, so I mean, just go in and just hand the ball off and don't don't try, you know, don't yeah. don't open it up. Did he? Was it because? He didn't know the playbook enough, or was it, you know, just... Well, I do wonder, because he was the first, that's the third string. Nobody thought he was going to get a game. He's probably mugged yeah, up so at dinner he... when he got called in. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably still, he's probably still <laughs> just down the road, right? Yeah. I do love the fact when he went for that scramble and he slid after nine yards and Dave was having a go at him. But you've got to remember last year when Jones went out, Tyrod Taylor went for a short run, got knocked out of the game, and Jones had to go back yeah. to him and he couldn't throw the ball. So he's the last bloody quarterback. You slide, you don't get knocked out. You the slide, game. you don't just because it was one yard so, shorter than it needed to be. At least he goes back in for the next series rather than, as you say, you've got your backup punter playing emergency QB or whatever you would end I up. I know, again, you've got to think that because if the Ross Slagger of Taylor last year when he went for it, got knocked out after one play. I think yeah. we did in this show as well, come to think of it, but yeah. <laughs> so, so you might have been one of those, yeah. Yeah, this week, this week, Patriots is that is that still a rivalry game as a Giants fan? Do you still like to stick it to the Patriots when you can? Oh, everybody likes to stick it to the Patriots. <laughs> everybody is sticking it to the Patriots yeah, this year. Well, hopefully the Giants too. But they do. They do obviously, it's got a good record against rookie quarterbacks. But I don't know. I just the Giants' defense showed up again. Like they did for a couple of weeks, and then they disappeared for two weeks, and then they've come back again. So Jones is very susceptible to the odd. I could probably see more defensive points than offensive points, but as long as you judge, yeah. I don't give a care. As I'll long, as you, as long as you end up getting more than them, it doesn't matter how you get them. Right? Well, that's it. The wins are win. They get a fourth one. Not a bit, because it's pretty brutal over Christmas. I'm not looking, I'm not very happy with the NFL giving us eagles on Christmas Day. How to ruin a bloody Christmas, that one, like, you know what I mean? Oh, well, I suppose that's interesting, because they've given both of our teams but the bird on Christmas. Yeah, the flip does a bit big deal with that one. Yeah, because we've, we've got, got them twice in the last two weeks. So yeah, have you got them last game of the season, which I think you get away with a bit because I don't think they'll be playing their starters for that either. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we did better with our backups against them last year in week seventeen. <laughs> last year you did, didn't you? Yeah, you threw your backups, and actually did better. Yeah. But uh, I think we played on week fifteen as well at, on Christmas Day. Yeah, twenty fifth of December, half nine. I know. Horrible. <laughs> I saw that. I said that. I saw. I said that I saw that I was not amused. Like that's a that's a tough that's a tough one on Christmas Day, isn't it? I mean, we we've, we've got Christmas Eve, I think, but you know, it's Christmas Day in the UK for us against the over, away at the Ravens. I think it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I've got you down as uh, I think today is a good game for you. I think the Patriots are done. I think they're not playing for Bill. Um, so I I think you. You should come away with a win. I would. I'd be surprised. I think Danny DeVito, as he's called, is looking pretty settled after bits. He looked good last week. I don't know where the hell it came from, but he was looking good last weekend. Anyway. Just, well, he must have yeah. got Mama's lasagna in or something. 
Well, he's, he's playing at home tonight, so you could just nip over five minutes for a kickoff and just go on. Yeah. You could go home for a go home for some lunch and that during half time, come back again. Like. In between, yeah. Do, do you think I he's mean, around in the NFL? What was that? Do you think? Sorry, Garrett. Do you think he hangs around in the NFL after seeing what you've seen? I've I've seen clips of him and kind of seen red zone, so I, I'd say I haven't seen a lot of him. But is he is he someone you look at and go, you know what? He's a serviceable backup. Or... Well, he might end up like a third string quarterback somewhere. Then you have to. He might never get much to play. But you know, what I mean, there is there is worse. Again, you've got the boy for the Jets. Yeah. Although I I saw the comments on that one, and you got it was a bit unlucky because how many how often. You throw a hail mary and it comes back for a touchdown. That's not really a his fault. That's, so that's, that, that's also the rest of the team trying not to really stop him. Like I mean, I mean, oh, it's, but also it's, it's, it's the Jets. That the ball. Yeah, and it's interesting. You know, the Jets. The problem is, there was nobody within five yards of them. Of the they all like yeah, left them alone. Oh, you have the ball, then on you go. You can have it. Yeah, we're all over here. It was it was so Jets, that wasn't it? You they get <laughs> a few seconds left. I mean, I know we say Chargers are going to charge and whatever else, but that that is the epitome of the Jets. That you get an interception, you've got two seconds to go. Just take them, get out of there, go to halftime. What are you doing yeah. going for that? And then for it to come all the way up the other end, barely touched. Not really got a hand on the guy. No. Oh, but he's well nearly did, but he got taken out, and that was it. He got taken out, and that was it. It's just like, what's going on? Only the Jets could do that. And you just well, and it's interesting though. Will other teams, when they go for you know defensively, when they go when the hell Mary's coming their end, is that going to now play into defensive backs' minds and going instead of as you say, Alec, just back the ball down, make sure it's not caught, yeah. be done, or are they all going to be like, hey, wait, I remember that. Hey, hang on, the Dolphins caught it and took it back the other way. Are they actually going to try and catch it and actually make hell Marys more successful for teams that try them because instead of just getting up there batting it away they're going to try and catch it and the receivers are always going to kind of it should receivers should always win those battles if you're going up for a jump ball unless of course you're playing in black and you've got jets on the side of your helmet well the jet the jets did intercept josh allen's uh he'll make yeah. attempt the week before at halftime but obviously didn't return it so. didn't return it all the way to the end because the bills somehow knew how to tackle even no. on offense which is yeah, it wasn't a bad throw. He almost made it all the way to the end zone from that far almost back. Almost got to the end zone. Quarterback. I mean, it was like it's one showing yard. off his arm a little bit. But yeah. in fairness, if he hadn't got in the way, would he reach the end zone? It would have been a low catch, but would he made it? But it's still a he long. Made throw. it. He's got. To, he's got to look at the positives there. Especially after getting the pick six to get back into the game, that just sort of killed it there. Oh, Absolutely. Speaking of positives, there's Matty. Hello, I just decided to turn up for a change. Um, yeah, no, I love just... the fact that you're still wearing this Chelsea shirt. Even Thank you. Yeah, mate, listen, look, you know, it is, you're leaning uh, in. It is what it is. Look, if there's one thing Chelsea will do, I know this is not NFL related, but we will provide uh, fantastic drama, even if it's us getting laughed at. We'll just uh, make it worth it for everyone else. Um, also, just a mild point, because uh, I listen to quite a lot of that. Um, if, if I had anything to do with how the NFL was run, uh, Hail Mary and 99 yard interception return for touchdowns would be the only thing happening in the NFL. Uh, if it was up to me, uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> that's, uh, apparently, that's us. That's a no go, but um, yeah, how are we all doing? Not... Late, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's good, it's good, it's good. We're just delving into Johnny's uh, sort of therapy session for him as he talks to the <laughs> That's just but, what yeah, this podcast has become, I think. It's just rotating fan bases just... that just really need to vent and uh, <laughs> here we are, yeah. come get it off your chest. Yeah, <laughs> I've still not heard from Fletch after we big. The lines up for Thursday <laughs> night football. I said, I said that 
Lions fan oh. was beating the drum. We were saying they were going to win by 20. And, oh. yeah. yeah. I mean, judging by his record, he, he, he wasn't terribly happy. Uh, that's what I'm going with. He doesn't doesn't seem very happy right now. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure he's going to respond to anything that we send to him. So, how do you, so you're feeling you're going to get a win today, though, Johnny? You're gonna, you think you're going to get one extra in the W column for you against the Patriots? Well, I'm more hopeful than I'm definite, but yes, hopeful we are going to get the win. But you know what I mean? I'm well, always I, hopeful. Never. I know never you're always hopeful. So. I was just going to say, is it? I mean, we had a, we talked a lot before, and you know, Johnny's one of the realists of uh, NFL fans. He's been through the ringer, and you know, being a Giants fan. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, it's, not been, it's, uh, it's, it's never, ringer. it's never fully positive, is it? And it's always a pleasant surprise when the Giants win. Um, you keep it. You keep. You keep your expectations quite level, shall we say, Jay? Well, yeah, I'm not not as a in my head in the clouds as some fans, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. There's only no, so many so teams that are good in the NFL, and we're not one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> even when we, even when we won the Super Bowl, so we weren't one of them. We just had a good defence at the right time. So I can look at true miserable American football fan. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, I have, well, I have been a Giants fan since the 80s, so it's up and down. So yeah. <laughs> there's not many highlights in there, but there's been a few. There's been a, a few. Um just on your obviously just picking up on your handle there in the screen there, Johnny. I just want to quickly talk about you know what you put together this year. Um, because what you kind of took from the Scottish Bowl, and I appreciate me, you know, you took a lot of you know inspiration from that but you put together a charity fantasy football sort of competition for the, initially for the uk fans but obviously it got bigger and bigger um it's called the Orkney bowl if you're not playing it you should go and check it out on twitter and everything else but um it ended up sort of starting as a little idea that you had and grew quite quickly didn't it yeah well, it's also down to jtt cup and the uh, warrior bowl as well but mostly scott fish but just i thought i'd do a charity bowl as well just because it seemed to be the thing and in the space of two weeks, I had a hundred people enter, and the idea is that each year the winner gets to choose a charity for the next year. That way, different charities every year will get something. So obviously, I was the first one. I, I got to choose the Orkney Applied Trust in Orkney, and we've raised over a thousand pounds. Fair enough. I need to get a bit of organised because I think only about eighty-nine have donated, but not everybody puts their names. I can't track everybody up. But we'll be different next year. At, but that it's a bit of fun, you know. There's not much to do. I input the scores manually on a spreadsheet and do that formula to make the top team at the top mm. and post it on Twitter. We've got four prizes this year. We've got a spot in the Scottish Bowl, a spot in the GT Cup Warrior Bowl and the Dog Biscuit Bowl, I think it is. So I'll spread them around. Obviously the winner will get the Scottish Bowl, maybe GTT Cup. The, the dog with the basketball that's going to be the highest scorer for one week throughout the whole season at the oh, moment yeah. it's just sitting with ross keltman and the orkney ball mm. he's got 389 points that week so i don't know how the hell he managed that in the baseball and uh it's also the scoring one of the tom strachan baseball ones so it's crazy crazy scoring points for everything mm. like you know i mean with no negative points because it's a bit more fun that we like so and uh i'm not sure about the warrior bowl prize yet but that may be for runner up or something like that. but no there's a lot like mm. murph and all that's in it Jade there's a lot of Matt's big names there's a lot of big names in it so mm. and then as you say it, it went from just a thought process and you know 
appreciate as a commissioner, you must be busy because 96 teams or whatever else you ended up in, how many different leagues or whatever else. And it was just impressive to see, you know, how I suppose that from my point of view, that opened my eyes to just how visible and how large the UK fantasy football community is and how quickly it filled up, you know, as you say, yeah. it's, once it's for charity, then everyone kind of was like, yeah, happily jumping on that. And that seems yeah. to be the way that you get those filled up. Well, it was just like I thought in August, remember, I think I remember it back in August, I said, oh, it'd be quite good, because I do, I'm doing like an Orkney Bowl one, which promotion and relegation, Gary's in it. We'll not say how you're doing, it's okay. And, uh... I think everyone can, <laughs> everyone can tell, everyone can tell from that. Yeah, part, I'm just uh, that, it's not, uh, it's not sounding good. It's not but even uh, fighting relegation. No, but, so that, 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 <laughs> that one is two conferences of four divisions, I think it's 10, 12 in each division, 10 each. So, like, the first year they're playing for the divisions, and it's 96 in that one. And we do yeah. a podcast each week and go over that. And this this year you play for the divisions, and after that will be promotion and relegation between the divisions. So that's what that's like. And fair enough, that takes up a lot of my time. Yeah. And then we just thought that I'll go for the charity bowl events. And they called it the Orkney Charity Bowl. So I've set up a website, it's OCB Charity Bowl. And, uh, yeah, it just kicked off. It's great. So hope, I'm hopefully get more people in next year and try and raise even more money for whatever. At the moment, Tony Harrison's leading it. He's also got the best record in the actual Orkney Bowl as well, so he's getting a bit sick of having a bit. But <laughs> at least the 12 people only go to London and not everywhere else. Not, not too far. Yeah, not, not no. too much of a distance to travel. Yes. That trophy up behind my head, that's for the winner of the Orkney Bowl, the league one. So yeah. it took a while getting it from America. Few attempts. Yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting as you say how you know you always look at commissions and I I'm a commissioner of a league but it's like nowhere near like how involved and how invested you are in that one. It's like don't don't it's, do it's me dirty like that. That's the only fantasy league I've ever been the top of. I don't want to hear you saying you're not invested, Gary. <laughs> I want you to be what which oh, you know, come on, on now. That. Yeah, that's what fully I want to hear. Carry on. Yeah. So and just just following on from that, and you mentioned a couple of teams there in the JTP Cup. I just obviously wanted to call out uh, the recent uh, UK push that was coming because um, I'm not aware if you are a UK fantasy football fan. Matt Ku uh, eighty four, I think, is his handle. Um, yeah. His father recently in Germany, and he's he's battling the repatriation and a load of bureaucracy and things like that. There was a GoFundMe page set up that um, has. Think now hit the target. I think they have reached, they're, they're now trying to raise money to cover the cost because I think it's an extra two and a half, two and a half grand or something like that. Something like that, yeah. So the cost there. So you know, it's all over Twitter. There's lots of competitions that have sprung up, and and, and as you say, you know, Matt is a massive, massive voice in the UK fantasy football community and charity committees, and and he's always there to help if you've got any fantasy football questions. So it's great to see that the team, you know, and all around the UK fantasy football players have come together to help him out so uh, if you have a chance go and follow that link that's coming across there it's the GoFundMe page I think Lewis set it up um, yeah. but it's, it's past the original requirement of the, the 5,000 for the repatriation cost but I didn't realise it's there's extra added cost yeah because the, 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 I shared a tweet in our the group chat I think they're they're doing like a fundraiser of a signed the bits go around the polls at the end of one for Ezekiel Elliott and one for a Green Bay player as well, I think maybe another one. So we're okay. trying to raise a bit extra money doing a fundraiser for that, like an auction. So okay, good, excellent. So yeah, everyone get on that, go follow it, go 
follow Q84 or JTT Cup or any of the big fantasy football uh, names in the UK, Murph, as you say, they're all sharing it. Jack Humphrey's making a, a DFS this this game. Uh, I think for this Sunday, there's a... Yeah, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in it. I think I've, I've uh, dedicated a prize for it as well to make sure that people can get involved in it. So, yeah, go check Twitter out and get in, get in with DFS. Right. Anyway, on to better, brighter things. Sunday's game of the week... Matty, how do you think your Sunday game of the week call from last week panned out? Oh, that's a that's a that's a good question. That yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was all right. It was a game uh, that happened. Racking. You had uh, Cardinals. You had Arizona Houston, didn't you? Cardinals yeah. Texans. Yeah. I know. I'm just trying to play down my own brilliance. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, <laughs> it was good. I game. don't entirely think it's it, it would ever trump or even come close to to Gary's initial pick. But um, yeah, good game. I was happy. Uh, and the the Texans win. I get to keep going on my CJ Stroud propaganda um, that he's the best quarterback in the world. And uh, yeah, life's good, man. Life's good. Maybe not best in the world, actually. Yeah, hang on. Wait, no. Editing uh, Alec, you clip that. I swear to God, I'll never clip. do this again. <laughs> so he's I've already noted the time as well. Clip. <laughs> no, it's done. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Texans are interesting. Like, I'm I'm really not like all in on them, but I'm I'm so excited about this team. Like, I know we'll, we'll probably talk about it later, but. They're playing the Jaguars. I'm I'm all in on the Texans doing the Jaguars. Like, I'm I'm all Ooh. like I'm in on this team. I I believe. Well, it should be a good game anyway, so it will be a bit of a shootout. So. I said, yeah, the, the, you know, unless the Jaguars defense is better than when the Niners turned up, then yeah, it should be a bit of a, a shootout that one. I am excited Definitely. for it. I'm I'm excited, but um, yeah, I was I was happy with my pick last week. Where where else do we go? Because I know I know you two had uh, some different games you picked. Because I mildly stole uh, Alex's suggestion. Game of the week. Yeah, my That's second game benefit uh, of going first. And I was like, yeah, come on. <laughs> we'll squeeze past. I went Buffalo uh, Jets, and I thought the, the Jets would stand up, uh, and and they didn't stand up at all. <laughs> they rolled over. Yeah, that was not um, that was not idea. They did score their trademark six points though, and actually, sorry, another thing entirely. I've just realised I was right. I predicted the Jets would score more than six against the Dolphins. Yes, <laughs> come on! Look at those. That was, that was your big prediction. Uh, I think I went Ram Seahawks. Didn't I? You did go Ram Seahawks did, yes. as yeah. uh, Gary's Gary's game of the week. Uh, what a good game again. I was seventeen sixteen. Oh. Arm wrestle. It always is in the NFC West, though. Any game, divisional game, are always always going to be that way. So I don't think. I think we've seen Stafford's limitations as well. Yeah. In that game, massively seen Stafford's limitations, uh, which is going to make the Rams' decision next year very interesting. Yeah. How do they pan out? Where do they go at quarterback? Do they do they stick with Stetson if he comes back, or do they go to the draft? Do they? Yeah. What do they do? There's lots of interesting stuff coming out now as teams start to focus towards you know april and the draft and who goes where and you know lots even the quarterback sort of rankings coming out of college are starting to shift you know recently caleb's taken a bit of a note dive the usc team towards the end kind of fell away bo nicks is starting to come really back into the mix as well you know there's a few the guy lsu's got a lot of traction um jordan travis out of fsu unfortunately went down with a bad injury so he's kind of Falling down the radar, but he'll, somebody might pick him up with a steal late third or fourth because of his injury, and um, that might be a real steal for a team to look out for. 
So it'll be interesting for April as teams start to twist towards the draft. Where are you looking in the draft, Johnny? I was, I was just about to ask that. What's because obviously I know quarterback is like quite a big a big thing. It's one of those questions that always seem to surround the Giants with uh, with Daniel Jones. Yeah, what's the what's what's the feeling, Johnny? Well, I was saying earlier on, I'm hoping they get a decent offensive lineman. Somebody go along beside Thomas and start building on that. <clears throat> but Jones, Jones is young. Obviously, they're stuck with him for a bit because they're going to nobody's going to take over that contract. So you might as well try and keep him upright. That, to be fair, I know that's that definitely a conversation we've we've had on this show because I know like I don't particularly maybe like rate Daniel Jones as a quarterback, but I do also feel sorry for the guy. Like when you've been watching the Giants play football, he maybe has like half a second to a second to kind of make a decision and then that's it. He just kind of gets like steamrolled. Like I do feel sorry for the guy. Well, yeah, I said that earlier on against the Seahawks. He had about a second to throw and he got hammered every time he went back. And then Barkley got hammered for the hit. They were just overrunning us all left and center. So mm. you get an offensive line and obviously maybe in the second, third round, get a receiver. Because you'll get a good ones in the second round. We're going to have a high enough pick. You know what I mean? So... 96 big, million a, as well, Johnny, next year yeah. in salary cap space. I've so, I seen that and that kind cool. of went, I was like, ooh. Yeah, uh, which it's is, no good. It's, it's, it's not... You, you've stuck, as you say, you're stuck with it, you? you can't do anything. You, you're not just going to want to take it. You're not going to... Yeah, so you're just going to have to deal with it. So if you get somebody to help keep them upright. So I could... The problem is if I've drafted offensive linemen and they've been absolute push. Like Evan Nielsen's not worked out. He was a was he fifth round pick, something like that. The number five pick in the first round, I think, or something. Yeah. yeah so they got Thibodeau in third and him in fifth. So they need better scouting to get a decent offensive lineman. That's probably more mm -hmm. like it. And like I say, receiver in the second round. Maybe some help in the secondary for the third round onwards, maybe. But mm. They need a big receiver. They don't just need another small receiver who can do little slot runs. Yeah, you need a big body, ball yeah. behind. You've got a Robinson and you've got a Hyatt. That's enough with him. You don't need any more. Yeah. I think Robinson, once he gets back, I mean, he, I know he looked good towards the end of last year and there's been a lot of injuries and he's suffered, but he definitely... There's been, a lot of, there's been a lot of injuries since they've drafted him. So, again... Yeah. Is that just the Netherlands, though? Is that where you play? Because Probably. As long as, turn, as, long as, as long as it doesn't turn like like Tony, because you know how I feel about that. Good. Yeah, I I know you've got a, 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 a deep love for Gadarius Tony, you know. In, in, yeah, it yeah, definitely sounds it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a deep, yeah. a deep, a deep well of feeling, shall we say? It's round for Sunday dinner yeah. later. It's done is. <laughs> I'll be finishing up a turkey after this. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's just it's uh, that's one person I really really detest because even when they drafted him he was not interested in playing he even did his rookie like mini camp it's just Hell you know, even i hated him from then so even before he was just completely and of course then he goes to the jets he goes from you guys he's sorry not to the jets he goes yeah, to the Chiefs, Chiefs. He turns up and starts winning and you know suddenly yeah. isn't injured and whatever well, actually he then was injured again was he but it was typical that he suddenly showed up the first game for the, mm -hmm. the Chiefs after leaving you guys yeah so, so. Not I was big. just looking. There's some interesting wide. I was looking at the the free agents for next season. There's some interesting ones, wide receivers. So you have got Mike Evans, Curtis Samuel, uh, Taylor Boyd, uh, DJ Shark, uh, Jamal Agnew. It was the one that I seen that I was kind of Nason, um, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, then you got Odell Beckham as well. So I'm thinking you get kind of one of those old heads in that 
in that segment to build out your your kind of receiver Mike Evans was on Mike Evans, yeah, top of the list. That would be a great pickup for me. I think he's going to Kansas. He'll go to the Chiefs, so yeah, he will. Yeah. Yeah. He'll go ring chasing, which is fair. You know, O-line's pretty decent as well. I didn't realise there was so many. Um, Tyron Smith from the Dallas Cowboys, he's up because I don't think they'll keep him. Uh, Trent Brown from New England, uh, again, he's a he'll be a decent asset to any team at right tackle. Um, and then you've got quite a few centres coming up as well. So you've probably got a bit of budget to kind of mess around with. Well, hopefully, yeah. But yeah, uh, they, like, they need to get something. But as long as it's not another Alan Robinson, because that was just a yeah. I, I, I honestly wouldn't mind OBJ back because he does do when he's fat. He does do great things, and he does like he's the Giants. He's done so. well at Baltimore when he's been fit. So yeah, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely got back into it. I don't think he he started off too hot, but I feel like he's he's starting to get back to it now. Like you can kind of see, like ah, there we go. That's that's why they gave him the money. Yeah, this makes bad. sense. And, I the, 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 the Giants fans would love it money. if they got him back. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, even if they only play six games, but he comes up well against Dallas, but then everybody will love him. And he's matured. Yeah, he's matured a bit from when he was a little bit. Yeah, but then again, isn't the same front office still in? You know, Giants. So that was that was the. that might also change. You never know after this year. Well, they do like to keep them hanging around for an awfully long time. A bit like the Steelers and head coaches. <laughs> really, should, really should shake it up and change the board. So I'm going to depress you a little bit now, Johnny. So you go uh, Patriots today. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots today. Packers, Saints, Eagles, Rams, Eagles. I know, but we've already talked about that. No, I don't want to. Where are you that. going? Where are you going with this? Where I, I look at that and probably think two wins and I'm not hot on the Packers at all at the moment, even though they come out of a win against the Lions. But is that at Lambeau, though? Is it, yeah, Lambeau. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not scared of Lambeau or candlesticks, are you? I fucking can, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get a digging after that one, you know. Don't, don't, the, just when it's cold. No, I don't know, Ken. The Packers' defence is... They're a bit frisky sometimes, and they will turn up at home. So, again, it could be hard, but it all really depends on the Giants' defence. If they turn up like they have last week and a few weeks ago, they'll do well. But, like, they had that lull in the middle where they just all disappeared and nobody went. Obviously, we're missing, we are missing Lawrence this week, which is going to be a big miss in the middle of that. But I think he's our second-highest sack total at the moment. So, I think you can get to six wins. Three more wins between the, now the Patriots game and the end of the season. Probably not. I think that's a stretch. So I think I think this might be the last one to be perfectly honest with you. Things are going, and I wouldn't really, I wouldn't be too upset either to be honest. With Ken. better draft order, but it's interesting. Yeah, do you, do you look at it now, going look, let's not win another game because it actually gives us you know more capital in the draft. I mean, I, I see you beating the Patriots, maybe the Saints, the rest of them. Yeah, I could see that being a bit strong. Is that New Orleans or is that? I can't mind on if it's where it is, to be honest. But, uh, uh, that is at the Mercedes Benz Stadium, so yeah. Saints. So that'll be a loud crowd for a yeah. young quarterback. Uh, the Rams. Rams. 
The well, Rams depends, kind of depends, depends which the version. Rams are in. Yeah, like I feel like there's some games where they've been like weirdly frisky and have been like pretty good. And I was like, oh, maybe this team is actually okay. And then they have sometimes they just get absolutely blown out like that. That genuinely just depends which version of the Rams decide yeah. to turn. I mean, and cups turn. Cups doesn't seem to be injured, and you got you got the running back back this week. So yeah, you know, it really all depends on what health the Rams are by the time you go and visit them. Is it- and so it's one, it's one game back for Stafford after his injury. So you'd imagine he might throw a bit better when he's got a couple less longer this week than he did last week. Hopefully, yeah. you got so, Nakua. Yeah. Might get on a bit of Williams, a Williams running, steamrolling through everybody. Mm. Yeah, they are. They were good when they're all together, but it's just getting them all on the field together. So mm. if they're all together against us in week sixteen, I can imagine. Well, I think most of those will have given up by that point anyway. So. Yeah, I suppose that's going to be tricky for Dayball. Um, keep, after uh, they get hammered by the Eagles, then they'll just not be wanting to play a week after that. Yeah. yeah keeping that locker room going for those last couple of weeks is going to be a, a real struggle because that is a tough one. Yeah. Well, they're already fighting on the sidelines, so... yeah, At least they're fighting. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not on the field. They just each no. other. That'll do. Well, I, well technically, they were fighting last week when Cutler Samuel got... I can't remember the Giants player got thrown out. Obviously, Curtis Samuel got thrown out, but I can't remember what Giants player got thrown out because it was such a mess mm-hmm. on the site when how I went in for the touchdown. But if the if the umpires just signal for a touchdown instead of letting the play go on, it would never really happen. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have been such a yeah. Because technically, when he got a hit going at the edge here, he was still in bounds when he got hit, and they were just about to stop yeah. him getting in the end zone. But then all hell broke loose afterwards. But there was not a bad hit. Either I thought there was a bit of a melee out. Yeah, and I thought they could have settled far that. Slick. Yeah. Can I mean because what kind of 15-yard penalty done? Well, they weren't it wasn't even that bad. You know what I mean? They were stopping them getting in the end zone. That's their job to stop them getting in the end zone. But yeah. if, were, if the referees had blown the whistle for the first one, then none of that would have happened. None of it would have happened afterwards, yeah. And if you say he was in done, call it. And then it negates that whole aspect of it, yeah. Oh, they're talking about Perry. What about that? The New York Jets player that got he got ejected for the game for pointing at a Miami player and accidentally hitting the boy in the nose. He got set, set to it. It's like <laughs> you could you could totally tell he's pointing at the player. He's not he's going not, bang like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I feel like you'd you'd, you'd know if someone was trying to punch someone in the face. Yeah, just because like, you got a bloody nose. If his nose was so big, if his nose was so big, he wouldn't have got a bloody nose. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was oh, his fault. It was his fault for having a big nose. I mean, there's there's the there's the best line that we're gonna get out of this, this whole show. That was the entertainment for the Jets game as well. Uh, <laughs> it was done. No, no, the pick uh, six, their, their pick six was the entertainment for the Jets. Yeah, game. Well, that was quite fun. Highlight, yeah. Because yeah, so, I saw the big... um, I saw the NFL like tweeted a clip out of it when it happened. Because I was I was watching the the, re- the recorded 49ers game and I saw it and I was like. Okay, so the ball gets picked up. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he started running. And then I think they either they tweeted the wrong clip or my phone just wasn't working. And it just cut off when he got to midfield. And I was like, no, but like, what happened? I was like, no, no, don't do this to me. I was like, no, 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 no. This this feels big. Like, what happened? And then it wasn't until like the next day I realized I was like, oh my God, like that actually happened. It's like, oh my God. He just kind of kept going. It was just like everybody was retweeting that clip. Any NFL sort of analyst coverage, any. It was just everywhere you look. It's just of all like, the people to not do that against as well, because I feel like the whole kind of Dolphins identity is that every single player, like offensive lineman, defensive lineman, they've all got 99 pace. So like if you're going to throw the ball away <laughs> to someone, just 
don't do it to Miami. Like, well, come on. <laughs> Anybody but Miami. Just Anybody but Miami. It's just scary. <sighs> Rolling into week 12 then, Khan and Gary, what is your game of the week? There's a small slate there to go it's out. Not much to go on, is there? It's... There's a lot of bad quarterback play in that in that oh, selection I remember, as well. I remember, some, I remember I was on something, you know, it's like pick a game and you calling it this week. It's like, ugh, there's some ugly stuff, isn't there? Saints, Falcons, Yeah, I mean, Titans, oh. Panthers, let's like say <laughs> Falcons, oh. Saints, Cardinal, Rams. Bucks, oh. Colts. Oh, I, I mean, the easy, the easy look is go, oh, look at Bill's Eagles. That's easy, right? But that's just going to be, I don't know. Don't know. Maybe, maybe again, I might just default, you know, into it's the NFC West. The Cardinals with K1 back on that. Yes, they didn't do too well last week, but it's at Arizona. I, I might, you know, default back again. I, I see the NFC West game. Let's pick it. I'll pick that as the game of the week. See if the Cardinals Cardinals, can, Cardinals put the final nail in the McVay coffin and. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised of a double digit win for the Cardinals uh, and being quite two two touchdowns up by halftime. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, have you got a game of the week? Obviously, you'll be keeping a close eye on your um, your Giants Patriots. Well, I quite like the, I quite like the Tuesday night game, the or the Monday night game. Tuesday night game. The Bears against Minnesota. Oh. Yeah, Ooh, Dobbs, Dobbs against Steel, so that could be a good one. So. And I'd have to both they get both they get rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people just seem very unable to take down Josh Dobbs. And like I was watching a, a thing last night, I think it was like game day view where like the you know the professional people give their picks. So the people that probably know more than I'll ever know. Um but I think they they gave a crazy stat. Josh Dobbs is currently the rushing leader for the Vikings and the Cardinals still. <laughs> yeah. He's a he's an astronaut, he is a quarterback, and he's the rushing leader of two teams. There is nothing this man cannot do. Like this, he is the guy. He is him. I'm, he is I'm the not... story of the year, isn't he? It's gonna be the Josh Dobbs story. <laughs> The thirty and thirty is going to be all about the pastoral. Absolute be champion. He can. But obviously, yeah, and the Bears are quite frisky, but they always find a way to lose, even more than the Giants. Oh, yeah, bears always so, bears, don't they? I mean, bears going to bears. Yeah. yeah. Like last That's week against Detroit. Though, it's be a good game. So, yeah. Yeah. Not, I like it. I'm not going to stay up for it, but it should be a good game to watch. Like, <laughs> you know, watch back on. I'll watch the highlights in the morning and pretend I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's one of those ones. I've already done one late one. One early one this week. Game, so. yeah. Smithy, where are, where are you, sir? <sighs> right, listen, this is it. I'm I'm staking my entire reputation on this, which I'm fully aware my reputation is absolutely in tatters. I was going to say, which reputation? Chargers winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's not hey. nice, Mary. No, nah, it's still on, mate. Don't even worry about it. They're going to win out the rest of the schedule. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Anyway, moving on. Um, right, so... I am fully aware it's a it's a is Gary, you're correct. It's a bit of a default pick, right? Bills, Eagles, that's two good teams. Bills haven't been great. Eagles also haven't been great, but just kind of keep winning. But I'm gonna go for it and I'm gonna say the Bills get it done. I think the Eagles lose their second game. Josh Allen is gonna put the Buffalo Bills on his back. The Eagles are gonna fly away. Bit sad. Uh 
Jason Kelsey will be crying on next week's episodes of New Heights. Thank you and good evening. Enjoy your NFL weekend, people. I just have a feeling, and I'm fully aware that's exactly what I said when I said the Chargers were going to win the Super Bowl. So well, maybe, they need to, well, they need to maybe, stop by beating Baltimore today. So maybe if I have this feeling, I need to stop suggesting it. But I think maybe the Bills are going to have a moment. Just the Eagle, Don't get me wrong. The Eagles are clearly very good, but... I just feel like I haven't seen them hit anywhere close to what they were operating at last year. Like even last week when it was their kind of shootout with the Chiefs, like it was a really good game. But from the perspective of like a 49ers fan or maybe even another fan base, it was a really good game. But it looked like two beatable teams, which I feel like last year when you're watching these teams play, at no point, I think, did anyone look at either of these teams and think, God, they look human. Like, they just look like teams that had really good records, but they weren't really, like, standing out. And, uh, again, I, I don't really know what my defense here is for the Bills, because they've not been ideal. I mean, they beat up on the Jets, but everybody beats up on the Jets. Um, so, that's not, like, anything too insane. But, no, I don't know. I've, I've got a feeling, um, and it's probably not going to happen. There's always an upset. It, but... There's always an yeah, upset. I believe. I think Josh Allen is going to. I think Josh Allen is going to get the job done, and it it might be one of those scary things where the Eagles have like a wake up call, and then they reach their final form and just kind of obliterate everyone for the rest of the year. Um, but I, I can, I can, I can smell it. I think the, the Bills are going to do it. I feel dirty. Won't do us any favors for next week if the Bills do turn the Eagles over. But you know. Yeah, because then they'll still be upset, and then the 49ers <laughs> will beat the Eagles, and then who have the Eagles got after that? Hang on a minute, and then Eagles well, Cowboys. Dak Prescott will finally get over the hill. Uh, and then who they got next? Eagles, Seahawks. Yep. Yeah, uh, Geno Smith puts the Eagles down. Easy, mate. And then uh, here we go. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm making this schedule up on the fly. Uh, Eagles, Giants. Uh, yep. DeVito smashes the Eagles, mate. Eagles are nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they'll have too much turkey. It should be a bit knackered. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have done a big you. drive from his parents' house and we'll just absolutely batter the Eagles. Uh, then the Eagles, got the Eagles falling apart. Wow. Kyler Murray just slaps up the Eagles any day, mate. Come on, <laughs> they're not now. making the playoffs according to this. Giants are going to win the division. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, yeah, wow. Giants, Eagles again, mate. Eagles are done. Uh, and then they just don't make any of the playoffs. Yeah, sorted. Right, cool. Wow. Again, please don't get that. that will can, I, can I have by. some of your smoking? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Matty, you know what we say about when you lean into these feelings. Yeah, know. don't. I'm just compensating for something, mate. Don't worry. Um, probably that, probably that Chelsea top. No? Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> my life is just pain, so I just try to make everybody miserable. Yeah, I, I have. I got nothing going on. Yeah, talk about pain. I'm a hips fan as well. That's what you call pain. Mate, yeah. what are you doing? Can't, you're all just asking for it at this point. Come on, just, well, I, I am. I am from Edinburgh, and I was a season ticket holder for 15 years. So, just, yeah. He's got a stick. He's, what you can't see is there's a stick, and he's just self-flagellating himself because <laughs> you know, he's not got that thing. giant hips. <laughs> Yeah. Bring the pain. Who have you got then, Alec, for your game of the week? Uh, so I feel this is a bit of a cop-out, but I'm going ta uh, Texans-Jags. But what I have just realised, I think that's going to be ahead of a game. I think the Texans turn it over. I've got no faith in the Jags. Yep. Uh, so how many backup QBs are playing this weekend? Is Carl playing for the Saints? Or is it yeah, Winston? I think Carl's back, is he? 
So you well, know, yeah, he started and he might not finish it, but I might not finish. So hang on, we've got who's playing? Is it Mariota at the so Falcons? Or you go is it... Colts, Colts books. There's one there. Colts starting a backup QB. Minshew Mania, baby. Cincinnati. Uh, the Giants are playing their third string. So does that count as a backup or no, not? That's the counts as a backup. You got does Bengals, Mac Jones even Steelers. play for the Patriots? To be fair. Yeah, well, oh, you could have a. Jones playing, do we? Yeah. Steelers well, got have got Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland. Titan Rose Panthers. That's a backup. Uh, Will Levis. Oh, yes. oh, oh, yeah. uh, the Raiders. 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 Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Broncos. Browns. T P D D T D T D T R D that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Katarina Johnson Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, back up. Back so up, yeah. I, I've counted as a possibility. Yeah, Chargers is will be starting a backup. It's Herbert now. I thought Herbert was still injured with his thumb oh. shoulder. Oh, I was oh. going to potentially call that as get if if Herbert's down, they are done. <laughs> they are finished. Oh. I thought he was questionable. There's no way he's not playing. Oh, yeah, I think even if he's got a leg hanging off, you just bring on he's an extra offensive lineman. Yeah. You can't. So he's still playing. You and then Vikings, Bears. So I got, yeah, nine. Oh, my God. Possibly oh. 11 if Carr and... Carr doesn't make it and Herbert doesn't and, make um, it. Yeah. So is Dennis Ritter not a starter for Atlanta then? Is it Mar is it I was going to say, who's, who's the Atlanta? Is it... I, thought, I thought Ritter was playing. Is I thought Ritter... Is... is he back? And he's back, I think. I think he's back I, for this week. I think week. he is, yeah. Yeah. He might so get dropped start, again, but yeah. I mean, he might start, but then, as you say, he might yeah. might be eight, the, the, oh, eight or nine no. backups in what twelve crazy. games. Yeah, in itself, that's that's insane. Like I know, there. I mean, it just seems like everybody's getting injured. Like I know injuries are like a big part of the NFL. Like it's a pretty, it's a pretty feral game when you think about it. But it feels like this year, just every team has been like decimated like the injuries this year seems well, so it's been big names as well isn't it as you say it's been qbs it's been you know star players and stuff and i think that's possibly you know it's it's highlighted the importance of backup being you know confident or, or actually being good not being you know just the body in a suit in a, in, a, in a uniform type thing because you actually you know you're gonna have to go in because concussion protocols and injuries and everything else I think that's where the Jets just completely and utterly shot themselves in the foot when they went with the Aaron Rodgers thing, and they didn't go out and go, Zach Wilson just really isn't it. We need a we need a backup just in case. I also yeah. feel like the I feel like the Bengals are kind of in the same boat though. Like when Joe Burrow got back to looking how he was, like they were ridiculous. Like especially in that game, like the game against San Fran. To be fair, I was watching that and thinking like they are just on another level right now. Like they are insane. Yeah. But Joe Burrow goes down, and all of a sudden it's like. They've got this Super Bowl caliber team, and it's like just because they they didn't invest in the second guy. I'm not saying they're going to be as good, but now it's just like season's gone. Like it's it's done. Well, it's, the thing with the Bengals is always it's not just Burrow, but they've missed Higgins for half the season too. Yeah, the boy can't exactly. stay in the field. Like that last game he played, he was catching everything. It was doing his toes, and he was catching his fingertips. And mm. they've missed him a lot this year too. Okay, Tyler Boyd, I like Tyler Boyd, but he's no, he's not T Higgins. It's so you did Higgins and Chase both on the field. It would probably even help the backup. But Higgins is out again tonight. So yeah, they still kind of get him on the pitch. I'm getting on the third week out of the hamstring, isn't it? Let, well, exciting week full of backups. Uh, Matty, 
Uh, hang by the phone. You never know. The Browns might be calling you into uh, into callback shots. Yeah, yeah, making I, a deal. Hang look, I'm always phone, I'm always ready. Don't you worry. Uh, except for today's podcast, which I wasn't ready for. Uh, hence why it's under stream. It's like other than that, I'm always ready. Uh, other than that, he's ready for the call. Just call on. and talk about Tony Lee. We have got to wrap it up because I know Gary's got to shoot. Uh, as always, <laughs> loves to double book himself and do his main show. We're just, just, just a busy back. man. We just, just massage just him, get him ready. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, boys. Johnny, appreciate you jumping on and coming to chat with us. No worries, it's been fun. Go Giants! I'm, I'm, I'm in, Johnny. You've convinced yeah, come on, me. In. This Let's season, go Giants! We're in. Come on, Danny DeVito. Let's go for it. We're all the veto fans this weekend. I've told you, yeah. mate. The Eagles are tanking the rest of the season. You guys got this, I believe. I've, I've called it. You know, I, <laughs> on that. Well, depends, depends. The <laughs> Hit the outro. Let's go. Let's Hit go. Out, okay, that is it. There's no way you can get away with that. Cheers, boys. Thanks for watching. I'll catch you next yeah. week. <laughs>